Hey, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola, and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to realizing your potential as an educator. If the title of the podcast is triggering, that's even better, because that means that I still have some work to do. My mission is to help teachers work independently and believe that they deserve more freedom and more money. As a teacher, you are allowed to work with your perfect students rather than some random people challenging how much you charge and asking why so much. If you're ready to become a richer teacher, build and scale an independent teaching business that can support your dreams and your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. The world knows that teachers are superheroes. Let's get paid what we're worth, shall we? Hey, teacher, and welcome to another episode. Okay, I admit this podcast episode title was a bit of a bait. <laughs> um, and this is because so many teachers come to me and say, I probably charge too much. If I charge too much, people will leave. If I raise my prices, people are going to be mad or I don't know, like everything is always about prices. Prices of lessons, then when they create products, it's about the prices of products. And I totally get that. I totally get that. It's just the easiest thing to always to kind of think about because we feel like we have control over uh, pricing and the prices that we set and that it's like some sort of a decision that is a bit mystical usually. Um that we can always change, right? So when things are not selling, when you're, when you have people who kind of question your prices or when you've got your mom who says, nobody's going to pay that much for lessons, then you feel compelled to do something about it, right? So by the way, I would love to hear your experiences about around pricing because it's, like the more I talk to teachers, the more, the more I understand it. And obviously I remember my own experiences, but um, there is still so much to be done and to be said here. So in today's episode, I um, am going to talk to you about pricing of your lessons from a bit of a different perspective that you probably never even considered. So basically, what you've got to understand is that um, pricing has nothing to do with, uh, I would say, like a decision that we just make out of the blue. There is a little bit more, or should be at least, a little bit more strategy to it. So if you've been in my world for a while, you may have heard me talk about how your one-to-one classes would usually be your most expensive thing. So if they are currently not, then we've got very little wiggle room for other things to cost, uh, to make you any money, basically. So it's usually hard to grasp this concept before you even start selling things that are not lessons. So um, if you ever want to start selling other things rather than lessons, such as materials, digital courses, or things like that... Um, Pricing as a strategy might make a little bit more sense. But even if you're just, quote unquote, a teacher who is freelancing and pricing um, is, is still a struggle, then 
that still kind of applies because basically pricing is positioning. Pricing is positioning you and your business in a certain place, space in the market. And it's also positioning you in regards to the audience that you serve or want to serve. Okay, I know it all sounds super confusing, so let me explain. So basically, you can imagine, and you've probably seen that, that there are people in the market, in the English teaching market or language teaching market, who charge extremely little. Like, imagine now, what is the lowest hourly rate you've ever heard of? Not being... um paid in a language school let's let's talk about freelancing um and you probably also heard of people who charge quite a lot right and you may wonder what where are those discrepancies from like how is that possible that there is one person who charges um so little and another person who charges as much the funniest thing is that on social media platforms and like facebook groups w- the argument that i hear the most is I charge X, Y, Z, and then the person is bragging about how much they charge. Um, I've heard that even native speakers don't charge that much. So like people use the argument of someone being a native speaker of a language as enough of an argument to charge more. There is nothing more silly about pricing than this, probably, Um Because it's not about that. It's not about where you're from. It's not about your experience. It's not about your qualifications. Although sometimes, very often, actually, your confidence and what I notice is that confidence comes with experience and qualifications. Like, let's be honest. If you, say, only have a um basic teaching qualification but don't have a degree your confidence is probably it might be lower than a person who is super highly qualified so it's it i know this is probably a topic for another uh, episode but very often people with higher qualifications and more experience have a bit more uh confidence to charge more but that's also not a rule the way pricing actually works compared to what the whole language teaching industry and the freelancers thing is who you're trying to attract, who you're trying to serve. And there are obviously clients who are willing and very much wanting and very much like should be paying more. And there are people who are there who will pay less. So I would say that the more generic your services are, the less you will be able to charge. So it will position you as someone who is not really specialized, who is a teacher teaching a language, right? Very often in English, for example, we call it general English. If you specialize, however, and think about it very strategically, very carefully, because that's that's. it's not enough that you specialize yourself in a certain area or with a certain target audience, you are definitely going to be able to charge more. 
because that's the way things work. When people see, and it's all about that target audience, when people see that you specialize in something, then they are willing to pay more. And that specialty can be a specialty a specialty within a target audience or a specialty specialty my pronunciation is awful today <laughs> in what you do so for example you might be an pronunciation expert you might be an exam expert like all sorts so it could be a combination of <clears throat> your target audience and the thing that you're really really specialized in right so the more you want to position yourself, the more strategically you want to position yourself, the more control you have around your pricing. So imagine myself, me, I am a business coach mentor for teachers. If I said I'm a business coach or mentor, I would probably have to take into account that there are tons of others business coaches and mentors, but because I specialize in helping teachers and there isn't much competition, I basically can do basically whatever I want with my prices. I, and that doesn't mean that I charge the most in my industry because obviously I do have competition, but, uh, and obviously my confidence also is, 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 um, is a factor there. So that's why I raise my prices. That's why they go up every now and again. Um, prices of my services and my products and things like that. But it's basically my prices also reflect the people that I want to attract. So at the moment, I'm basically targeting teachers who are freelancers who probably cannot afford the highest prices that are there out there in the market, but I'm okay with it because I definitely have a solution for teachers at that stage. People who are like kind of struggling with freelancing and like, according to my research and according to the behaviors of my past clients, I know that the prices are charged. I charge are, they sometimes sting, right? They sometimes sting. I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm affordable. Um, and that's that's also not a great marketing message, by the way, if you say you're affordable. Um, but people definitely want to pay me that money. So that's how you can think about your pricing as well. It can sting people to invest in working with you as their teacher, as their coach. But um, it needs to be like kind of possible for them to swallow it. <laughs> okay, so... Where does it lead us? It leads us again to you knowing your audience super well, to you spending as much time as possible listening and experimenting as well, because pricing is a little bit of an experimentation, especially when it comes to um, services. But as I say, with time and confidence and things like people's results, things like... Um, like lots of testimonials and uh, other like marketing opportunities, you should be raising your prices because this is also contributing to your business growth. Even if you are not planning to diversify your income, God knows how much, but a business that isn't growing is a business who um, that is likely to die because basically 
because of the economy, we need to make sure that things are changing and moving forwards. For example, inflation. Like you can't, you couldn't be charging the same prices now, like on average, that you were able to charge 10 years ago. That's obviously not possible because of the economy. It's as simple as that. But also there are other things. So the more you work on your name and your your positioning within the market, the more you've got control over your pricing. So that's one side, positioning within the market. The other side is when you're at the stage of building um, like other products and services in your business, such as group classes, workshops, or digital products, what makes sense is to have products at different price points because people will find you at different stages. So it's not like a lot of people assume that we price things based on how big or how small those things are. That's not really how it works. It's more about the stage of where your customer is at their, in their journey of solving a problem or knowing about your brand and the value, the perceived value. So that's very often a struggle for people to to understand. But in order to start pricing confidently, uh, you need to start communicating the value of what you do effectively. So that means um, talking about the benefits and the outcomes of language learning. So you cannot just be saying, I offer lessons at XYZ per hour. I offer something that is a benefit that results in something. So it's up to you to discover what that is in like, according to what your audience needs. But basically, if you communicate your the value effectively, um, people are then more likely to trust you that they that you will solve their problems, basically. So you can showcase your expertise. So I talked recently about what's the difference between like effective educational content and the educational content that we kind of want to do in um, marketing. Um, you can showcase success stories. So like sharing testimonials is always an amazing idea. And the value, the outcomes that people can expect. So again, the struggle here is very often understanding that even if you talk about the value or the outcome, so for example, um, in three months of us working together, as me, as your teacher and you as my student, you can achieve this, 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 and that. And it's obvious that it's not a hundred percent guarantee that this person will achieve it. You can only give your your hundred percent and that person is also required to give their hundred percent. But it's showcasing what's possible. And that's what's really important in marketing. And then is a enough of a justification for a price. So people may then still negotiate and like challenge you on your prices and ask, oh, why do you charge so much um, for for your for for your teacher while I could for your services or or teaching if I can find somebody cheaper? What I would then say to this person is 
feel free, but you won't find an expert who can solve, help you solve your problem. Also, when you start targeting your marketing and your 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 things, your messaging, your website, your um, your offers to specific people, those situations will also happen less and less uh, because when you position yourself as a solution, then people just don't question that because they they either are ready to invest or not. And that's how it works. So to recap, remember that pricing is not just some stupid decision that you can outsource in a uh, in a in, <laughs> Uh, what is it called? Crowdsource. Ask people in a random Facebook group to help you with or ask your family. Please don't do that. It's a massive mistake. Think of pricing as positioning. So according to what audience you want to attract, that's where your prices should be put. That's how your prices should be decided. When it comes to building products and services, you should have things at different price points so it's easy for people to join depending on what level of support they need, Um, which is something I might dig a little bit deeper into in the future. So I've got a little bit of a task for you. Now, ask yourself, do you charge too much or do you just not know who you're serving? Okay, that's your homework. And let me know. (laughs) All righty, I hope this has been useful. As always, uh, please do share this episode if you found it useful. Uh, Subscribe and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be so, so, so helpful. Thank you and I'll see you in the next episode. It's not your fault that you don't know how to make good money as a teacher or how to market your teaching. Nobody's ever taught you, but I'm on a mission to change that. Teachers make the world a better place and they can be excellent at business. They just need direction. That's what I'm giving you here and on my YouTube channel under the same name. Make sure that you also follow me on Instagram at ola underscore coaches underscore teachers and check out my website www.olakowalska.com to see if any of my paid offers, including my one-to-one coaching, my business foundation course, The Rocket, or my membership for teachers in business could be the right fit for you. I'll see you soon in the next episode.